Okay. We're live. What's the signs? What's the signs? Still haven't seen Infinity War yet. You know, I'm too busy with life. I would love to just take a break and go to the movies. So it it, it got it has me like real dodgy on the internet. I'm like, man, internet don't ruin this for me. Like usually I could watch it, you know, I could get the spoilers on the movie and it wouldn't affect, you know, the experience of the movie, you know. I'm able to still immerse myself and have a good experience with a movie. But this is special. This is Infinity War. This is like a 10-year culmination, you know. Actually, like, I've been thinking, like, instead of going to the movies, this sounds crazy, but instead of going to the movies, I'll wait till it comes out, which would probably be a long time, and buy it. And then I'm going to watch, you know, because I, I ain't get all those movies. I collected my favorite. But, you know, I watched them all together before. And it's like, uh, you know, a little series. I'll watch one movie a day or try to marathon it. And it's just like, it's cool how they all blend together. So I might just do that. Just wait till I buy it and then just watch it that way. Like... Uh, excuse the noises. You know, I I do the podcast live in full effect. It's real over here. So, you can hear me. You know. Turn on my faucet. Pouring water into my coffee machine. But I don't have co- I make tea in my coffee maker. Yeah, I do that. You know, you just put the tea bag, you know, where the coffee would go. And run the water through it. And voila, instant tea. It's magic. Where my tea go? Wife always hiding my stuff. So I, I drink tea like I'm British. It's noon. It's tea time. It's almost one o'clock. Gotta be at work at four. I still got some time. I think I could finish this page and and that would be nice. So sorry for the last podcast. Uh all that it was, the the audio was shitty. I had to test that out. I test you know, I post everything, even if, even if it's just a test. I had to test out, you know, podcasting that works. I still might experiment more with that. See if I can find a better means of doing it. Excuse me. It's just, you know, being at work. A lot of times, it's the prime time. You know, it's the best time for me to, you know, to do that. I can podcast. It's like, why not? I'm sitting there, I'm working, I'm not doing anything else. I mean, I'm working, but it, I don't know, it's just an opportunity. I'm there for hours, no one's talking to me, I'm not talking to anybody else. Might as well record a podcast while I work. Especially, it's been, I've been having a hard time finding good podcasts to listen to. 
you know, especially ones that are like hours long, you know, as I pass the time at work. So like I'm at work, I'm looking for a podcast, can't find one, you know, might as well make one. So I'm going to figure that out. And, uh, and I'm still trying to, you know, well, kind of figure it out. I have a little plan, but I'm still like working it out in my head, you know. How to really get things moving with the career. With working in comics. You know, getting a job. So I'm going to keep messing around with that. And uh, I'm confident in my skills. I think I have the skills. Just got to prove to other people. And if I can't prove it, I just keep making my own. And, you know... Work on that. Work on uh, getting my stuff out there. That's the best I can do. But it's, I'm gonna make something happen, one way or another. Got to, got to leave the legacy for my son. And I also, you know, I want him to be able to choose his own thing. I think it'd be so cool if he like followed in my footsteps. Every every man thinks that. Every man wants that son to you know to do what they do. The crazy thing about it is like you know something I'm I'm thankful for. I'm I I would be glad for, and I'm a little jealous of is that like without making it in the game or not, I could fail and never enter the comic books industry. Never sell a book. You know, I could give it up and throw it away and then my son enter it and between my knowledge and, you know, and me giving him a better life and the available technology to his generation that will be available to his generation, he'll be able to be successful so much easier. You know, I'm like, man, wish I had that, but I'll be glad to give it to him, you know, and that's no matter what he does. You know, those things will be true for anything he decides to do, whether it's sports, whether it's science, whether it's blah, 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 this or that, you know. My job as father to make is to make that as easy as possible. And that doesn't mean he doesn't have to do the work because he won't be successful if he doesn't do the work. That's just, that's just the reality. But anything I can do to make it easier upon the young man I will do that. It's, it's it's weird. Like I'm drawing this these panels, and it's like her fro is blowing in the wind. So it's interesting to draw that. It's like what's going on with her hair. I wonder if that's gonna translate from panel to panel. It's like it's just blowing in the wind. I don't like why. Oh, they're gonna just be like, what's wrong with her afro? What's wrong with her hair? No, it's afro. It's supposed to be stationary. It's not supposed to move. And the wind's blowing so hard to blow her fro around. Why hasn't it blown homie's hat off? Because there's another character come conversing with her in the panels. And that hat's just staying on. The hat is a part of him. He's born with that hat. You know, so 
you know, just doing my thing. I'm just working. Um, I know I started podcasting with with nothing to say, just random bullshit. You know, so man, Avengers: Infinity War. I'm just, you know, I'm just so anxious to see. I want to see that movie so bad. And everybody's talking about it. And I'm trying, you know, not to ruin it for myself. I might just have to leave the internet altogether. You know, whatever. And, you know, I'm doing this digital art thing. It's getting easier for me. Because I just, like, slaughtered this page right now. In a good way. And, and very fast. Like... If I just sat down for straight eight hours working in this format, I could probably, you know, draw ink and color three pages a day. You know, good quality. I've always been fast, and this tool makes me faster. And I still want to improve the tool to make me even faster still. And the next step with that is just like a... Getting, getting a uh, monitor display that I can draw directly upon, you know. Instead of this interface, this uh, this weak tablet interface, I just don't like it. I've grown used to it. I've adapted to it. You know, I had to. And it's running smooth. And I don't know if it's the brand that I use or if it's just, you know, the nature of this device, these types of devices. This thing, you know, it it comes with its problems. You know, sometimes the uh, pressure sensitivity, the ability to have pressure at all just disappears. And I have to go in and mess with it. And it, it won't just, you know, it's not just a simple matter of adjustment. It's like, this thing don't work anymore. Like, one time it took me two days to fix it. That's key for me when you know when it comes to drawing. And now I got this issue where it's like there's this huge glitch with you know the surface area of the device, like as it relates to what's going on in the screen. It's like the surface area has shrunk, and I try to go in and fix that, and that still hasn't been fixed. So this. This Uji, this Uji, this tablet, I'll give you a bad review. I'm not a review artist. I'm not a reviewer of tablets and stuff. I wish I was. They get sent a lot of stuff free. I'm like, man, I need to start making YouTube videos, reviewing stuff. I got this. Let me review this. I'll make a YouTube video. This is my Asus Uji combination. This is the cheapest combination you can get. The UG is about 65, 75 bucks. Actually, probably closer to 50. And uh, Asus was like around $300. And this is the, I'm sure this is the cheapest combination you're gonna find. Asus is touch, didn't come with a pen. They don't make a pen for it. I'm looking for a pen to fit it anyway. And I wonder what it's going to be like. Because I hate to get a pen to draw directly on this thing. And then there's no, you know, pressure ability. 
it's, it's, it'll just draw these, you know, these straight lines. Maybe I could work with that, but it'll just piss me off because that's not what I'm looking for. I need that sensitivity. Got to be sensitive, baby. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just being silly. Um, I've been on the real writing kick. Not that I've been writing so much, but I'm enjoying writing again. After writing the, you know, the script for uh, Bloody Knuckles and Dundada, and uh, my wife's coming up with with a story. I'm gonna help her write that. It's like, man, I want to write more stuff. I can't can't wait to, you know, write more stuff. I'm holding off on starting the second second script for Bloody Knuckles. I don't know. I want. And I'm taking my time with Bloody Knuckles because if it doesn't go anywhere, I want to be realistic enough and adult enough to say, okay, this project, I can say this project a failure and I'm going to abandon it. And if I abandon, like, because I had to abandon Chain Gun to do this and. I published two of those books and I drew three. I just didn't do all the lettering and stuff for the third book. So it's just sitting in the files, never to be seen. That's a lot of work. But nothing was coming out of it. And I'm like, man, am I going to do a fourth in the, you know, should I finish the series? Maybe when I finish the series, it'd have been something. Who knows? I've been thinking about. But as I improve my skills and now I'm working in color, I kind of, I'm tempted to go back. I mean, because I like that story. I think it's a good story. It's a viable story. You know, I, I know a lot of people who want to see it told, want to see it come to life. I hate to let them down. So, you know, I always want to bring it back. I think the best way to bring Chain Gun back is if, like, you know, I make some moves. I, I can enter the game, make some moves, get some type of animation deal. Then I uh, write a script and design the characters, get them ready for you know the animation progress process. My bad, and just doing that. Now I talk a lot. I've, I've talked a lot about uh, getting a fighting game made for Bloody Knuckles to accompany, you know, the book because a lot of, a lot of Bloody Knuckles, the concept and the characters and the design and the nature of what's going down in the book is just based off fighting games. And I, I, it just seems so such a natural step to take with the series to have that, you know, and also it'd be a great launch pad for this, for the story and for the book, and you know, for for future, you know, things to come from the story like animation. I don't know, like, I know you like to find these books and make them into movies. I don't, I don't really see this being a movie. I mean, it could be, but as I think about the potential for it being a movie, like, it could easily suck, like. And then it's a lot of cool aspects to it. Like, it'll translate to animation perfectly. Have a, like, animated series. But, 
would translate to a live action movie, it, it can easily. Like, I could see Chain Gun more live action than Bloody Knuckles, which is weird because Chain Gun got all that weird shit in it, like vampires and werewolves and and the monsters and it's in Western times, but they got this technology. That shouldn't be, you know, possible, all that type of stuff. And all, you know, and uh, Bloody Knuckles is just a bunch of people with their hand and fist fighting in the post-apocalyptic, you know, setting. But, I don't know. It's just the whole style of the book to feel a lot will be lost. A lot of the swag and style effects will be lost. And Blade Knuckles, because you couldn't do a live action. If you did a live action, it would just ruin it. Yeah, because now this thing's acting up. Now the pants acting up. They don't want to do what I tell it to do. And I got to like jerk my hand around to get. Uh, cursor to move about the screen properly it's just so annoying I'm making it work though I've gotten really good at like doing quality work with uh, shitty products even in my pen and pencil days I used a low quality pencil low quality just regular paper you know and I, I make it work you gotta make it work you gotta use what you got you know, and it does make a difference because I did my work on the high quality stuff. I've used, you know, the high quality, and it, it makes a difference. Like, man, you make effects, you know, to a better degree and faster, and you, just, you know, just like using this technology, it's able to speed up my process, you know, improve the cleanliness of my lines just by using, you know, The digital stuff, just doing this digitally or on a computer, you know. So now I'm kind of like a little obsessed with like improving just the ability and the quality. Want to get more faster, more efficient, you know, and even manage my time better, you know, so that I have the time to do it. And so that when I have time, I am doing it. I'm not wasting time doing something else. I'm not wasting time on television, you know, or on Facebook, something like that. Okay, I was worried. I thought it wasn't recording. Because, you know, your phone go black. I'm like, man, is it recording? It's been recording. So, yeah. But I need a thing to work for me. Work for me. Goddamn UG tablet. UG. How would you pronounce it? I got to look it up. I got to watch a video. See how the people pronounce it. Watch a couple videos. If I get a nice consensus on the pronunciation, 
of the company, the name of this company, or the name of this product, I should be fine. What I the best part about this whole experience with me going digital is Medibang. Medibang is not good like with the lettering and stuff like that, but just the drawing experience. I enjoy it way more than Photoshop. It's just more accessible. It's easier for me. But it's, I think it's only easy because I've used Photoshop. Because it's like the layout, you know, for all the features and stuff is kind of similar. But it's, but it's like simpler, you know. It's not hard to find what you need to make an effect and get things done. You know, it's easier to use. So, because Photoshop, you got to really, unless you got a lot of free time, you ain't got no job, you, know, you can you can learn Photoshop, you got to take a class. You got to go to school to learn Photoshop. And a lot of people really, especially professionals, like, they did go to school to learn Photoshop. They learned Photoshop in their graphic design class, you know. Man, if I'd have gotten graphic design, I'd have been straight. But then I probably got stuck at some job like doing like promotions, making logos. And I don't care. I don't. I'm not a local artist. People ask me to design logos. I'm like, I can do that. That's not what I do. It's just I don't know. Sometimes the ignorance of of people when it comes to understanding what an artist is, what an artist does. Like, art is a specialty. You know. Asking me to draw a logo is like uh, asking LeBron James to play football. He probably could do, play football with great success. I mean, he's a super athlete. But, you know, he specializes in basketball. You know, it's just like Conor McGregor trying to box. I mean, you can say he was successful for a little bit. Until, you know, that was, his mistake was challenging the best, that best guy, you know. Floyd is retired, and he's probably still the best boxer, the best boxer pound for pound on the planet, you know. He should have challenged somebody else, a guy he had a better chance of beating. You know, you don't just jump in like that. You could have warmed up with a couple matches to get some lower-level guys. You could have built up to Floyd. That probably would have been a bigger thing. It probably would have made him more money because... Either way, fighting Floyd, he'd have made some money. But if he'd have just, like, on the low, you know, kept quiet about it and just did some did some matches. Went in there, beat some boxes, went undefeated. He could have he could have just went undefeated 10 fights and challenged Floyd. And I think with him already being a professional fighter, that would have gave him an even greater chance of winning. But also, then he would have had the experience of entering the boxing world and knowing what it means to challenge high-level boxers, you know. Because I guarantee you it's 10 guys in the boxing world, professionals, that's doing good that Conor McGregor can beat. Floyd Mayweather is not one of those guys, especially not off the bat. Because even with some type of experience, we're fighting professionally. Like... Floyd Mayweather is not a pushover. 
he still he's probably most likely still would have lost that fight. But maybe he would have put up more of a fight. You know, it's hard for me to watch. I I've seen it a couple. T- I've seen some. I see some of it. But and watching that fight between between Floyd and uh, Conor McGregor, just the way Floyd was operating. And even though Conor McGregor got in some shots and he was able to defend at first and stuff like that, it was it was obvious from the beginning. At no point in that fight did it look like O'Connor's going to take this fight. At no point did it ever look like that. And the best thing you can hope for is that he he's going to survive this fight. You know, he did for a minute, then he started getting slow. He didn't get knocked out, though. I don't think so. Floyd doesn't knock people out. He's not a power puncher like that. But he'll pick you apart. He picked him apart. And he wasn't even doing his usual stay safe style. Like, he, he like, I'm going to go loose and have fun. And he did. He got wild on him. He got a big payday. Why not, right? Oh, it's the dryer. Oh, I ain't got why am I running for it like it's gonna keep beeping. Never had a dryer in my apartment before. It's cool. I do some laundry on the side. Podcast laundry. You probably can hear the scratching as I as I work the tablet. Started coloring this page on Instagram Live, finishing it on Anchor Podcast, and it probably didn't take me 15 minutes, 20 minutes to color this page, which is awesome. I love that speed. You know, put on some finishing touches and I'll be done with this bad boy. I can't wait to move on to the next page, actually. I'm looking forward to that. I just roughed it in my sketchbook. A physical sketchbook. Not like... Something digital. But... Even if I only get the roughs down before I go to work... I'll be excited about that. Come on, why is this acting? It's, it's getting it's been getting so janky lately. You know, so I can't wait to upgrade. You know, get a nice computer. Not too nice, just something. Something affordable, like a Dell or something. I'm thinking like you know I get a nice Dell computer for like three, four hundred. With some memory on it. I don't care if it's used. And I could get a, a display. Like $400 too. So 800 bucks. You know. And a, a Surface. A Surface Pro. Costs more than that. 
you know. But if I can get that, you know, I'll be straight. Then I'll be able to, you know, get Photoshop on here. I can't get Photoshop now because the damn computer I got won't hold the memory. Ain't that a bitch? You know, my whole drawing career, like, I've always used Photoshop Elements. People are like, what? You use Photoshop Elements? Yeah, that's what I use. So, I bought Photoshop Elements for this for this computer, for this uh, Acer. And it was only like 80 bucks. Because it was like, do I want to pay almost eternally, like, 20 bucks a month to use CS5? Which would probably be great, but how many months am I going to use that? You know, I pay eighty dollars, and then that's just a one-time purchase. But I can't—I didn't have the memory to upload it on this computer, so I had to use Medibang. And thank the Lord, Medibang is what it is. Like it saved—it saved my life. It saved this book. This book wouldn't be possible. Without Medibang. So thank you to people who made Manny Bang. Making Bloody Knuckles possible. Because otherwise it would not be. So yeah. So yeah, I just finished coloring this page. It's ready to go. Gotta say this to the uh, to the drive. Oh, thank God for drives too. You know that situation, man. Cause I was, you know, actually because what was happening? Cause it wasn't even about computer space for me, like saving files. But like, it happened to me twice with both chain gun books, like. My computer crashed, and then you lose all like you lose all the files. You lose like you know two, three hundred pages of work. You know, and it's like man, that's crazy. But now I got the now you got these drives. You got OneDrive and Google Drive. You know, so I got all this work saved, and my computer could die, but I still got the work. You know, so. That's what's up. I'm just going to hate when they start charging us to use them. Like, you know, that they can't be far behind. What am I doing? Merging these layers. Merge all. Combine. Your powers combined? No. <laughs> Why haven't they made a Captain Planet movie yet? They did Power Rangers. How dare you make a Power Rangers movie and not Captain Planet? I think they could make it cool. I watch it. I watch Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles was shitty. Like the original not 1990s Ninja Turtle movie was way better. Like I recently watched it, and not recently, but like in the last year or so, I watched it on YouTube, and I still liked it. I don't know. It had a certain grit and feel, you know. Even though it was still just as like lame and cartoony. The, the the fact that it had uh you know the guys in the costume it had that live grit 
you know, and you know they was in the dirty, you know, New York was kind of grimy. That that's what made it a live action. That's what made it a movie. You know, just that feel. But then you don't have that feel in a new movie because it's you know it's so animated. It's like just an animated movie. It doesn't feel like a live movie. It's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know. You see cartoon characters running around in a live movie. And actually, I'm a huge fan of CGI movies, you know. Cause, but, you know, some movies do it good, some movies don't. Like, I think the Transformers movies, for the, you know, the CGI was pretty good at that time, but they didn't have the, you know, it was hit or miss, but they did a decent job, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember watching Transformers and, you know, in certain scenes, I believed it. Like, oh, snap, that's a Transformer in the scene, you know. To the point where I watch Transformers, and then I go outside, and it's like, in my every time I see a vehicle go by, I'm like, oh, it just Transformers, you know. <laughs> like, oh, that vehicle is going to transform, you know. They got me. Okay, yeah, I had to take the comics line off now. Save this bad boy. Now, I'll be saving it. I save it as JPEGs. It's not Photoshop, so I can't save it as a PDF. Can I save a PDF from Maddie Bang? I don't know. I've never done so before. I don't know. I just like that, you know, JPEG is kind of like the universal, so I don't have to change the format if I post it or send it, send the file somewhere, you know. And then people don't have to have... Photoshop to read it. If I send you a JPEG, you can just upload it and voila, JPEG. Alright, I'm going for 30 minutes. I'm going to quit. Hope you enjoyed me just talking shit. Just trying to get back in the groove of the podcasting thing. Uh, just, just sharing what I'm doing right now. And I hope to share more later. I'm going to start formatting, you know, writing down notes, coming up with actually things to talk about. You know, just to really get this podcast off the ground. Uh, and I thank everybody that's tuning in. And keep tuning in. And I'm going to keep posting. Peace.